Welcome to Hell in a Cell. Welcome to Hell in a Cell, an animation podcast hosted by me, James. That's Maria. Hi. We watch an episode of a cartoon and then talk about it because it's COVID and we got nothing better to do. Yep. It's 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 the COVID era is what it's going to be known as after afterwards. And Probably. the times before are going to be known as the before times. Trademarked <laughs> right here. Right. What, don't you remember the before times, James, when you could walk out without worrying about touching a pole or licking it or just being in its general vicinity? Why are you licking? You know what? <laughs> We're not going to continue that train of thought. <laughs> so, Maria, we watched Ruby, a cartoon produced by the uh, multimedia company Rooster Teeth. Yep. And, uh, well, before, I guess before we get into this, I would, I guess this is kind of the genesis of the podcast, for me at least. Kind of. I remember us sitting, like, watching some of the fight scenes and just being like, oh god, why? What are you doing? What mm. are you doing? <laughs> Exactly. Uh, this this show is a treasure trove of everything wrong and just no. But and it's, also, it definitely... like, here's the thing, though. Even fans of the show know about this. Like, even fans of the show talk about how terrible the animation is. Do they? Well, we watched a couple of them. We watched a couple what? of videos of people that genuinely watched um, Ruby and were like, yeah, no, we watched this thing and we watch it religiously, but also, fuck, this animation is horrible. <laughs> I don't remember this, but. Oh, like, I'll you showed you. me a, a couple of YouTubers talk about it. Oh, did I? Uh. Mm -hmm. eh, okay, my brain's dying. <sighs> anyway, but yeah, like. So we watched uh, season one, episode one, Ruby Rose, original release date, July 18th, 2013. Think about that. It's, it's been this, a while. Yeah, it's this been a while. This is way before the before times, you guys. Oh, yes. This is before a lot of the before times. Uh, storyboarded by Mike Koizumi, written by Miles Luna and Carrie Shawcross. And directed by Monty Oam and Carrie Shawcross. Uh, we also watched season two, episode seven, Dance Dance Infiltration. <laughs> Original release date, September 11th, 2014. Anyway, written by Miles Luna, Monty Oam, and Carrie Shawcross. And directed by Miles Luna. And finally, we watch season three, episode 12, end of the beginning. Ugh. Original release date, February 13th, 2016, directed by Sherry, <laughs> Sherry, directed by Carrie Shawcross, co-directed by Gary G. Haddock and Miles Luna, and written by Miles Luna, Monty Ohm, and Carrie Shawcross. All right, I did it. 
Good job. I'm so Ooh. proud of you. You only messed up one name once. I'm cutting that out. <laughs> so I'm cutting that out too. All right. Usually we only watch one episode, but Ruby is special. And it's also episode 50. Yeah. Yeah, it's episode so, 50 and we decided to torture ourselves. So We really did. We really did. And if you're a fan of Ruby and you just found this, I'm sorry. But not sorry. Oh, God. If you're fans of Ruby, why? <laughs> uh, okay, I was going to try and defend it Devil's Advocate style, but I just can't. I mean, look, I so before we actually start on the show, we might want to oh, just yeah. do a disclaimer first. Okay, we got a few caveats to get through. Yeah, there's there's a couple disclaimers that we need to address before we actually start talking about the show. Uh-huh. But, so I understand the idea of this show being sort of like someone's passion project that was on the internet. Like, I get that. I understand that. Um, and I understand Blah. people, well, I understand, so here's what I'm saying, here's, here's where I, what I'm thinking. Mm. I understand people's loyalty behind it. Like, I understand liking a creator and liking an indie creator that's been doing something because it's their passion and putting it out on the internet. And I understand people having a fan following for, for that person and the work that they do. Right, and I should mention I am a fan of Rooster Teeth's work yeah. in general. And so, yeah, so I understand people's loyalties towards Rooster Teeth and people's loyalties mm. towards Monty Um. And this is not, like, it's not a personal thing. Like, we're not attacking anyone, like, personally. This is just the quality <laughs> Of it, and we we are critiquing a thing that doesn't mean we're critiquing you or the people that made it. Yeah, we are critiquing the product that they have put out into the wide, wild world to be consumed. Exactly, exactly. And like again, I will. Un I understand people wanting to defend everything and anything, like wanting to defend a monster, te uh, monster teeth, rooster teeth, or <laughs> <laughs> they should have gone with that. <laughs> I've been That's playing a, a lot of name. I've been playing a lot of Risk of Rain and so because of that monster teeth. Oh Rooster Teeth sure. and and um like people defending Monty Oom and I understand that and that's fine. Like yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if I if I really loved loved someone or had been following them for a really long time and someone like started shitting on their work, I'd be pretty pissed too. Mm -hmm. However <laughs> However Oh, there's so much wrong in this show. <laughs> right. Okay, you mentioned uh, Monty. We should probably rip that Band-Aid off. Yeah. Is that Monty un tragically passed away a couple years ago uh, due to an allergic reaction? Was it when did he when did he pass away? Do you know off the top of your head? It wasn't a, it wasn't a couple it wasn't a couple years ago. He died in 2015. It's been it's been a while. Mm. Sad. He was he was a very talented man. Mm-hmm. So we we aren't trying to shit on his legacy. He put out a lot of cool stuff. He was, everybody says he was a pretty cool guy. 
but we're we're just going to divorce that from what we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about Ruby specific and understanding the fact that Ruby was not just his at the end of the day was not just his product. There was a bunch of people mm-hmm. involved and a bunch of things involved, so Mhm. Yeah. So okay, that that band-aid's been ripped off. We got another band-aid ripped off. Yeah. Which is the controversy around rooster teeth. Yeah. So, according to reports from former employees, yeah. was it? Yeah. Okay, former yeah. employees, um, a lot of it surfaced from um, Glassdoor reviews and from mm. Reddit forums, and then was also legitimized by uh, like someone who came out as an employee of, mm-hmm. of Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Um, and uh, Rooster Teeth has responded to the to right. the claims as well, so yeah. it is legit. It is legitimate. Yes, yeah, they're all legitimate claims of while the, during the production of Ruby, um, animators uh, the Rooster Teeth basically propagated a um, crunch culture, which basically is something that is very common in mainstream animation. Um, mm-hmm. because uh, animators are beholden to sort of TV regulations, TV rules for advertising and um, a TV schedule that they have to, have to, have to um, abide by, which is something that Rooster Teeth is not beholden to because Ruby was a web series and did not really need to um, follow that kind of crunch culture. Um, there were also reports of them ne- not paying animators overtime and um, not giving them benefits. Um, mm-hmm. And apparently these complaints had come up often, but went unheeded. So, um, yeah. So this is, so us shitting on Ruby is, has less to do with the animators' work on the show and more to do with the fact that this is a product of trying to um, trying to enforce a crunch culture in an indie studio that is oh, on God. web that is that is supposed to be publishing on web meaning that mm-hmm. you don't need to have that culture and you have a wide wide audience that will most certainly forgive you for publishing an episode a few days late because you needed to put out a better product. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's no excuse for this. You're yeah. you're in an independent studio. You are not on television, which exactly. means you don't have a network who has advertisers to please. You are just doing this to yes, sell a product, but you are not beholden to a deadline. You have not made it. I mean, like, I don't even know if the original, the first season, like, they had the teaser trailers out, mm-hmm. but I I believe they announced, like, the release date a little bit before it actually came out. So, it's just, like, it's ridiculous. It's stupid. It's It reeks of, of a... Look, we're the, we're also a big time studio. Look at us. We can we can do I don't even know. I don't even know. It's it's just 
disgusting, honestly. And like as as people who've like talked about sort of the animation industry and the kind of or the lack of sort of regulation when it comes to like um, the kind of benefits that they should be given or whatever. Like this is it's just mm. as an indie company, you can be much better to your employees because you don't have to please anyone you don't have networks to deal with and you don't have like big suit um chad here telling you that you need stuff up at xyz time or you need to cut something somewhere because you don't have the budget or whatever like you Mm. don't you don't have that extra um sword hanging over you so yeah, that's just yeah. inexcusable at this point. Like, mm-hmm. yet you, you know, you think they would have uh, would have been more sympathetic when they because they were the ones that made uh, RVB, which was also a web series. Mm-hmm. That, you know, hmm, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was, I'm being facetious. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but but yeah. So this is not to any this is not like our criticism is not towards any of the animators because who or this was also their first project yeah we should probably add. a lot of animators that that were working on this were sort of um new newer people they they were people that were passionate about animating animating and and stuff like that and these were the kind of people that got hired and had been like aspiring to work with Rooster Teeth because of Rooster Teeth's sort of really big name and uh, sort of beloved mm-hmm. um, out like beloved impression on on its fans. So there's a lot of people that were just very new to the industry that that joined the, the crew and then got exploited for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. So to anyone out there that is that has seen Ruby and is like, what the f- kind of animation is this? This is that's why it, this happened. Like, like James and I that's... shat on this for a while. Like we used to sit and watch <laughs> Ruby often and just be like, why do they look like this? Why do they move like this? And when we found out about the the sort of situation at at Rooster Teeth, we were like, oh, everything makes sense now. It explains why the models suck. It explains why people don't move right and the story is haphazard and just everything is a mess. Um, This, yeah, this was why. It was because they tried to do a crunch culture on a crew of animators that that were probably very new to the animation scene in the first place and... Mm-hmm. They cut the wrong kind of corners, basically. I will say I w- I don't think that applies to the story process. I suppose not. I suppose not. So, that being said, we are going to shit on the animation. Oh, yes, most Still. certainly. Because it's bad, and we're going to say it's bad because it is bad. It, But it's bad because of not the animators, but because of the way no. that... The culture was propagated. So yeah, this is this is none of the animators' fault. This is none of the none of them should be ashamed of this. None of them should take our criticisms to heart. I'm sure they've the ones that have moved on are do hopefully doing very well somewhere else. Fingers crossed, because you know 
they deserve better than that. But that being said, we are still going to shit on the animation. Yep. Just keep in your brains us saying every now and then, but it's not the animator's fault. Basically. So with that disclaimer aside, long ass disclaimer aside. Yeah. Are um, we done with that? Do we have any other disclaimers? I don't think so. No, this, okay. is, this is all the disclaimers that I have. Um, okay. Let's get into this shit. Okay. Holy. Okay, first. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say it. Uh-huh. So that you don't have to. Uh-huh. This is the worst show we've ever watched. Not just animation-wise, content-wise, and just everything else. <sighs> Yeah, it's kind of high up there in that list of terrible, terrible things I've witnessed in my entire life. Yes. Yes. Mm, yep. I'm going to... So we've watched... If you haven't looked at our back catalog, there's a few... <laughs> there's a couple of shitty things back there. Uh, there's Fairy Tale. That yeah, was a bad one. That was a bad one. There's Iron Man Armored Adventures, which that was terrible. just... terrible. It just barely ekes out this animation. <laughs> barely. Just 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 barely there. Mm-hmm. I'd say this is worse than all of them. I'd, it's I'd pretty, say and I'm Yeah. And I'm gonna justify it because fairy tale is pretty bad. You can say like we had praise for the backgrounds on there. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That really gets my goat and has gotten my goat ever since. Oh, I should t- I should tell the story about how I actually watched Ruby. Sure. All right. Where did this all begin? Where did this trauma start? Well, first off, they announced it. They had the first off, they had the original Ruby Red trailer, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. That's I I quite liked the Ruby Red trailer. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh it came out it was Montiom who had done some animation work for rooster teeth at mm-hmm. the time i had seen his uh, original videos that he posted on youtube back in the day so i was like oh hell yeah this seems cool and it's got a i mean it was kind of weird at the time and the animation looking back at it is pretty rough but it, you know it looked like it had potential um, the Weiss trailer came out next, which is all I would say is better than the original Ruby Red trailer. I liked Did you that, watch one, that too. one. Like, yeah, yeah, we watched it together. Yeah. Um, I liked that okay, one too. Yeah. They were that was very good. They were both very promising. They were very promising trailers. Yes. Then the Blake trailer came out, and then I my uh my hype got destroyed. <laughs> Yeah, that one wasn't the best. Um, no. A, it was really long. It was really long. It had some decent elements to it. Mm-hmm. They just but... didn't use those elements properly or to no. great effect. So um, the the person with Blake, the one with the mask, had some really cool um, sort of aesthetic going and some interesting possible... Um, there's a ways to play with it because his mask would glow and shit. There's ways to right. play with it that it would be easier on the animators to work on 
to work oh, with. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of things could have been different so that mm-hmm. it would be easier on a, a small animation crew, a small and like newer animation crew to work with than like mm-hmm. the entire thing that we saw, which is something that had been done like the though some of those techniques had been used in the first two trailers to very good effect they just didn't continue using it for some reason um and no. so it it just kind of fizzled out in that third trailer um yeah and then you you haven't seen the last trailer i haven't no yang. okay it's it's terrible okay <laughs> it's 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 genuinely awful like I see. and that that is when my hype just kind of like <laughs> So I watched it. I watched the first uh did I get through the first I did get through the first season and I was just like as it was coming out and I was just like this is so fucking boring. <laughs> This is such garbage, and it, like the animation, just, just it sucked. It sucks. And that that first season is just awful, like almost unwatchable. I would say, oof, in a in a sense. And so I was just like, well, I'm done with that. But a friend of mine who is a fan of the series. We were talking one day, and he was saying, like, yeah, I'm just not interested in that new show, Steven Universe. And Steven Universe is great, by the way. So I've heard. So I was like, yeah. So I was like, come on, you gotta watch it. It's so good. And he's like, all right, I'll watch it, but you have to watch Ruby. And I was like, okay, fine. How bad could it be? (laughs) Cut to me on my couch, slumped over like as far as I could go, Ruby playing on my laptop next to me as my eyes have glazed over, drool dripping down my chin as I am just <laughs> desperately auto-playing this shit, trying to get through the first three seasons, which was all that was available at the time. Oh, no. So I have watched all three se- all of the first three seasons of Ruby. I binged that shit all at once. It nearly killed me. I swear. I was just... <laughs> You're like slowly disassociating from your body. Just like after a second you like blinked and you weren't even in your body anymore. You're like watching from the top and you're like, oh God. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. I had completely disassociated from myself. It was just me and Ruby, just in a blank void. And I just could not pay attention to it. I, uh, We watched these episodes, and I'm just like, I don't remember. I don't remember any of this shit. I don't remember what's going on. Who are these people? Oh, God. But I just, like, I was so, so angry and so just and the worst part is my friend got to watch a great show instead uh-huh. well i and well, so I naturally had to suffer through it and so naturally because james <laughs> suffered through it he had to make me suffer too because that's of course the basis. that's the basis of our relationship yep basically 
He got <laughs> he got me into the newsroom. He got me addicted to D and D. He made me watch Ruby. It's just True. this has just been downhill, man. It really has. I've ruined your life. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you still friends with me? Because I have no other friends, James. <laughs> I doubt that. Okay, so that's my experience with Ruby. What was my original point? You were you tangented off of something, and I can't remember yeah. anymore because the story is so sad and heartbreaking. It really is. I is just oh, that's like at least they're short. At least they're short. <gasps> yeah, yeah. At least they're short. Anyway, that's my experience with Ruby as a whole. It's just disassociating uh, from yourself. Yeah, Biz. You have to. If you binge this, you just have to like leave your body at some point. Because like what you are getting it's like if you're strapped to a chair mm-hmm. and somebody's basically just sh- like shoving Twinkies into your mouth. <laughs> and after a while, like the sugar just starts burning and the the like i don't even know which it's not bread it's just like puffed up sugar Uh just starts tasting like just 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 like rot in your brain like in your mouth oh no and so you just have to like leave yourself because you're just like people that love twinkies hate you right now i don't care they know it's garbage (laughs) they know it's garbage I know it's garbage, you know it's garbage, the world knows it's garbage. Yeah, but we're going to do something different this episode. We're not, usually we do a recap of the episode and talk about different elements in it. We aren't going to do that because we watched three episodes. None of them, they're really short. None of them have really much story to them. Yeah. And yeah, it's this, this, it's, there's no point. So we're just going to jump right into it with, yeah. uh, I wish I could have remembered what I was talking. I'm going to go back in the recording and listen to this and be like, go back, you moron. <laughs> go back to the thing you were tangenting off of, damn it. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe it's in my notes. It's not. All right. Uh, so we got the first episode. Yeah, where which... um, a bookstore is being robbed. Oh, wait, I forgot. I was talking about the original Yang trailer. Yes, you were talking about the Yang trailer. Okay, it's garbage. It's really bad. And that was the... Was it? Was that what I was thinking of? Yes, it was. It's really bad. Um, but that's the point where I knew that this wasn't going to be that great. Because, like, uh, the original series that uh, Rooster Teeth did, Red vs. Blue, like, had a bunch of amateur voice actors in it because it was just a bunch of people but you know even then they had like a genuine quality to them because like they were also the writers Mm -hmm. so they wrote them their own cadence. they knew what cadence what they what they were going for and so they wrote around their characters ruby is written by two people who are not in the show and the voice acting in the the voice acting in the Blake trailer which was the first one that had voice acting is bad 
and I was a little worried, but I was like, ah, they'll probably figure it out. Then the Yang trailer came out, and oh my god, the voice acting is so bad. I wouldn't I say voice acting was is in any way a strength in the show. It I has don't... been terrible, and it will stay terrible. I, that's not true. I don't know that for sure, but yeah. No, it's you. We we watched the last episode of the third season, Maria, and it was still horrible. This is fair. This is fair. I do. Okay, so usually we don't like to shit on voice actors because, like, that's not really what we're critiquing. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we don't usually critique them unless they're like really great or really bad. Right. And also, I like voice actors. They're great. They are great, but you know, most of them, it's they're just doing their job. You don't really need to talk about it voice acting is a very specific type of acting that we don't have any experience in yep or expertise really yeah so we can't really critique it except to say that's bad or that's good yeah like (laughs) the thing about voice acting is like either you're really good at it which means that you are basically in every tv show ever at this point because you can make that many different sounds and dialogues and stuff with yourself or Mm -hmm. it's or you're just bad and so that's why there's just like a small pool of them that are just amazing and then everybody else is just kind of like uh you know i disagree i'm i'm gonna disagree with you maria i'd say (laughs) god shut up (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. You can you just, disagree with me. Yeah, I disagree with you. I think uh, the voice acting, a lot of it has to do with the directing of the voice actors. That's a fair That's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... I, I will agree with that. Yeah. Even, like, great voice actors can have a bad performance if they have a bad director working on them. Right. If you want, like, a good example of, like, freaking really good voice directing like the early episodes of the simpsons when they started getting guest stars in Mm -hmm. like they get really good performances out of those guest stars who are not voice actors okay that's that's okay that's fair that's a fair point not not to diminish like voice acting as its own acting style but like i think uh, the directing of the actors has a lot to do with it as well Mm -hmm. unless you're just that good right in which case, it which, just makes everyone's lives a lot easier. Yeah, like a like a Steve Bloom or a Keith David or something yeah. like that, you know. But anyway, but I don't want to critique the voice actors of Ruby either. That's fair. Like, because I've because I'm a fan of Rooster Teeth, and a lot of them aren't voice actors; they're Rooster Teeth people. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like I listen to them. And I'm just like, uh, you're so shit, but I find you funny and other things. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know. I like I like Ruby's voice actress. Actor? We don't use actress anymore, right? No. Okay. Sorry. Apologies. It's okay. I like Ruby's voice actor when she's not voicing Ruby. I see. I mean, like, the voice that Ruby has is just... Annoying as hell. So, yeah, it's so annoying. Like, she's so... 
annoying. Grading. It's just it sounds like someone's scratching on a white on a blackboard just <laughs> on a whiteboard. <laughs> I meant to say a blackboard. I know, but I'm just like the image of somebody scratching on a whiteboard. You're trying to get everyone's attention in class and then there's realized, oh fuck, it's a whiteboard. I can't do my usual trick of annoying everyone into silence. Fuck. When, anyway. when was the last time you actually saw a blackboard in real life, Maria? Um, our, uh, some of the classes in my university still have blackboards. That's ridiculous. It's not. And then I studied <laughs> most of my life using blackboards because back in India we have blackboards. Well, they're green, but you know what I mean. They're supposed to be green, but anyway. Why are they called blackboards? Why did, I don't know why they're called blackboards. They used to be black, that's why. Anyway, this okay. is a terrible yes. tangent. Sorry. Anyway, uh, let's start at the first episode. God, uh, that episode was just something of of just, how is Ruby the one that does more property damage in this bookstore <laughs> than the actual people robbing it? And there's like six or seven people trying to rob that store, but somehow yep. she's the one that breaks the window by jumping out of it. Why? Uh, I don't know. They're still in the store. And and you can't even tell that it's Ruby jumping out until like after when when she like looks back into the store. Yeah, you're just like, how did you get out there? Yeah, why are you out there? Hello? Oh Hello? It's just, like, really quick. It's just, like, such a, like, putting your best foot forward and then tripping down a mountain. Exactly. It's just, like, what? Because, like, it's what? an interesting start with, like, her reading with, like, her headphones in, not really realizing that the store is being robbed. And then her having that bizarre, like, conversation with, like, not the bizarre, but, like, that hilarious. I wouldn't say hilarious, but also like quote not unquote hilarious. quote unquote hilarious conversation with with like the person robbing the store because she's just so nonchalant about it. Like that's good, Wait. and I like it. Like that was that was a good start. Sure, not you something that you see often, which is why it was kind of interesting. And then they just shot themselves in the foot. Hold on, do you mean the guy who recorded his lines through a potato? <laughs> Yes, I mean the guy who recorded his lies through a potato. Why were you eating a potato? <laughs> Unless that because... was the voice you were going for. <laughs> no, I mean he had a shitty microphone. Yeah, probably. Okay. Look, his toaster broke and he needed he needed a replacement quick. <laughs> oh god. It's just anyway. so bad. Uh yeah. It's... What are we doing here? Like, what? How does this? How is this a good introduction to your story? I don't. Like, I can again. I understand what they're going for, but like, we have no background about Ruby. We have no background no. about the world, except for well, the wait. weird montage that happened where they talk about dust. 
Um, Which doesn't come up ever again, by the way. Yeah, like, they're trying to steal dust from the store. So it's a bookstore, but it also sells dust. And so they're trying to steal dust here. Which, why is it, is it rare? Like, is this old man's just selling it? Yeah, like, is it supposed to be, like, Ruby doesn't seem to need it. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. What? Yeah, Ruby doesn't use it or even know what it is. Like, what are the rules here? What's the rules of the magic here? Any world that has any kind of magic, magical abilities, or weird, bizarro creatures has a set of rules no matter how preposterous the world is. Mm-hmm. Like, you have rules. There's there's a power balance between the people who've been doing this for a while and the people who are starting off. Like, even if you're the chosen one, you have powers that you can't control that you have to learn to control. Which apparently we find out that Ruby has weird powers because her eyes are bizarre because this one dude, Aspen, Ospen, is like, Ospen's like, you get weird gray eyes and they're so pretty and they're powerful. And you're just like, the fuck are you doing, old man? And this is with like Ruby sitting in an empty room with just a desk and two chairs. Like, how creepy is that? How creepy is it to have an old man sit in front of you and, yeah. Hold man, sit in front of you and t- tell you about your eyes and how that means you're special. Y- if someone does that to you, you leave. Just leave. Give me your eyes. I, look, the, if this show is going to crib so much from Star Wars, why didn't it crib the great opening bit from Star Wars that establishes shit? Like they try, like they did the weird montage with someone like narrating. Yeah, and, but, but and, and and like they set it up, but then they don't really do anything with it. No, we don't see anybody like using magic shit. We don't see any of the creatures in this first episode. We don't see anyone use are... the dust. Like we don't see the people stealing the dust using the dust, and you're just like, well, then why did you steal it, you weirdos? Right, Hello? we have no, uh, we have no um, connection to what they want. Exactly. Whereas, whereas in Star Wars, this is going to come up a lot. Yep. In Star Wars, there are the bad guys are after the plans to the Death Star. We get a, the audience can figure out in their minds. Oh, it's like the schematics to the to the this thing called the Death Star. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that is. Yeah. It's got death. And star in its name. Bad. So, you, you know, the the audience can quickly understand, okay, this is why they want it. Without it be, without having them to be like, <laughs> without having the audience like to spell it out to them, like what it is and it give it an air of mystery. Whereas this dust shit, it's just... It's in a, t- it's in like those candy tubes where you like open the thing and it comes out and it's just like, what is this shit? Why do they want it? What does it do? How come one of them doesn't drop a thing of dust and it just like fucking explodes? And then we're like, oh, dust is really powerful. 
if you if you get like a lot of it or some or they have crystals why isn't the bad man using the crystal it's so weird and then ruby just like has a giant ass scythe out of nowhere you're just like why do you have this you're a 13 year old that yeah that's a good point um the that's kind of the main <laughs> like because dust gets thrown out the window pretty quickly in the series and the main gimmick is things that are also guns <laughs> like that's that's the main gimmick of the show is weapon or thing but also gun uh-huh um you have ruby's scythe which turns into a sniper rifle you have uh Blake's little knives that are also guns, I think. You have Yang's gauntlets, which are also guns. And you have Weiss's sword, which is also magic gun. Yeah. Yeah, everything is gun. Wait, but but wait. Priya doesn't have a gun. Uh, She... Uh, does I think her sword and shield turn into gun? Oh, she never actually used it though. No. In the episode that we saw. No, and I don't know if that's correct or not. She might not. Like Jean only has like a sword. Poor Jean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking cuck. Anyway. So like we got an in, we got an opening episode that explains nothing about the world, doesn't show us anything, and is just kind of limp dicked and stupid. Well, cause because they're just like Ruby is powerful. The end. Right? Yeah, they're like Ruby, you're so powerful. Come to our magic school. That's not uh, Hogwarts. Yes. Or what? Well, the other thing that this this show cribs a lot is Soul Eater. Oh, I see. Which is an animu. Oh, I see. It's an animu about people turning into weapons. Oh, all right. Well, it's, also there it's was not that, very good. It, also there was that, that fight scene with, well, the, not the fight scene per se, but like the bad guys getting away in the helicopter in the weird like mm-hmm. helicarrier or whatever it is, and like the shadows, the the artificial shadows in that in that fucking. God. Oh yeah, the the let's hide the villain. Yeah, but the thing is that they don't establish that shadow earlier because when um the other villain like jumps into the helicarrier in the first place, he's fine, like you can see him just fine. But then the moment this chick like walks up in her weird ass heels that sound like they're made of glass, like when she shows up, it's just like you can't see your face or anything. Like you're just like, wait, but like a second ago, you could see everything in that helicarrier, and now you can't. Excuse me. Who's in charge of lighting? We know who's in charge of lighting. It's Jeff. Well, that was in the second episode, I think. It was. I don't think anybody was in charge of lighting in the first episode. Damn it, Jeff. Damn you, Jeff, you bastard. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's just a total, like, we'll get to the lighting in this show. Or should I say, lack of lighting? <laughs> anyway. Um, what else is there? Uh, some witch comes out of nowhere, starts blasting spells. Well, she's a huntress, James. 
she's a fucking witch. She has a fucking magic wand. I don't know what is going on. What is the power system in this fucking show? And what? Why should I care? Well, first of all, James, we know she's a witch because her name is Glenda Goodwitch. And we know she's good because it's in her name. Yes, and that name wants me, <laughs> makes me want to jump off a bridge. <laughs> that's right, folks. There's a person in this show that's called Glenda Goodwitch. Do you get it? Do you get it? Y'all can shoot yourself you, now. Do you get the subtle reference there to what the first fucking color movie ever made? That's not true, but the first full-length color movie ever made. Do you get it to one of the best-selling fantasy series of all time? Do you get it? I'm done now. <laughs> I ju- it's just like I forgot she was in this episode I thought it was just Ruby just kind of beating the shit out of those guys and then that's it no, and then she I, shows and then up. like she's also supposed to be like fucking powerful but she can't even like upturn a helicarrier like the fuck come on yeah like she's supposed to be powerful she does absolutely jack and all and shit in this show I just, I, ah, it makes me so mad. We'll get to that. It, uh, it also ties into why it's, oh, that's what I was talking about at the beginning. Why this is the worst thing ever. Why? Uh, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. That was the side tangent that I was on. Anyway. um. You see what the show has done to us. Do you see this? It's broken us completely. Um, let's... Okay, then... The, let's just fast forward a little bit. They're on the helicarrier, which is totally not a, an asset that they bought. <laughs> I don't know if they bought this thing, but it kind of feels like it. Yeah, it kind of felt like an asset. Um, but yeah, so in the damn helicarrier that's taking them to this magic school... They don't have any fucking models for any of the other students. So every time they do a shot with people that are not Ruby and Yang, it's just black outlines in a completely well-lit helicarrier. I am sorry. I have to squeeze this yellow silly putty in my hand right now so I don't stab my own palms with my nails. Okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. That is not a bad idea in in theory. A lot of shows use that similar tactic to save money on character designing and modeling and animation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The idea itself is a tried and true method. Uh huh. But you have to have some sort of what should I what what do I what what word am I thinking of like restraint? Well, here's the thing though, James. I I mm-hmm. I, I know what you're talking about. Like them having these characters like be be like black outlines. Sure, but that's usually in like. St- 
stuff that's like concerts or something where the focus is somewhere else and the light is coming off of the focus. So naturally, these people are backlit right now. And so you wouldn't mm-hmm. see them. Right. This is a fucking helicarrier. There were like five outlines. <laughs> right. That's That's the big problem is that there's like five people here. You really, you honestly could have just cut them out and like just focused on Ruby and Yang and John and it it would have been fine. Like we don't need to see this. Or just let them be in like rooms or something. Kind of like in Harry Potter with them just being mm. in one cabin for the whole time. Right. Yeah. But then, well, that, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's what they should have done. But I, I don't know. And then that contrasted to Dance Dance Infiltration, where there's a room full of people mm. everywhere, and there's a model for each of them, and their hair is horrifying. <laughs> it's true. So which would you rather have? I would rather they be smart about it. Yeah, that's that that's asking for the moon there, Marie. <laughs> like there's ways to do that without like making it look shit. Right. Like I can understand in Dance Dance Infiltration with them having that many like people and the hair being kind of shitty, like sure. Fine. Yeah, it's, it's a dance. It's, fine. it's a dance. There's a lot of people, sure understandable mm-hmm. you don't have unlimited resources yeah. and time yeah but if you're gonna make five outlines then either get rid of the outlines or like just get rid of the uh, the opportunity to have them or make five fucking models <laughs> right yeah that's like this helicarrier is empty like it looks empty. Like it, the way the way they could have done it with the black outlines is have a whole crap ton of them in there. Yeah, yeah. But that would have been pretty tough to render on whatever they're using to render this garbage. <laughs> that doesn't have a f- functioning light engine, apparently. Uh, we'll get to that. We're gonna get to that. There's a lot of things we gotta get to. Briefly, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a bad thing. There's also just the random art assets out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Was that in the first episode? Yeah, that was in the first episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It was basically fan art. (laughs) It was. It, like, okay, so they have a news broadcast while they're on the helicarrier of the the robbery that happened at this shop. Oh, no. And the and so instead of modeling a news anchor, they got a picture of the news anchor, and they didn't get, which they didn't animate. No, she they, didn't blink for the entire news broadcast. She didn't blink once. It was horrifying. Yep, she just had lip flaps. And they were horrifying, too. They were also horrifying, yes. 
Oh, the show's a complete fucking disaster. It really is. So, uh, yeah, that that was a really poor decision. Um, I, you know, just we'll get to that. But then at the very end, we also have the um big art spread of the school that the things are flying towards. Oh God! Which yeah. confused me. Because what? Did you not have the model of the school? I mean, oh God, I feel like they were flushing out a lot of things on the fly, really. Like, mm. like wouldn't Is you this already just... have... Like, if I was making a show like this, right? Like, if I was making a sort of this grand scheme of things sort of situation. <laughs> All right, we're putting Maria in the director's chair. Let's let's see how this shit show goes. Probably a terrible idea. I have no experience with this whatsoever. But again, I have I have experience in running things. I have no experience running, so it's fine. Mm, it's fine. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. I can fly by the seat of my pants. It's okay. <laughs> all right, Maria, enlighten us. Wouldn't you already have all of those things flushed out? Like, wouldn't you already have a sheet? And sketches, like at least concept sketches, done for like the school, for helicarriers, for um, sort of the the um, people in the school. Like even if it was side characters, there's like so many side characters in Harry Potter, right? But they were mm -hmm. decently fleshed out. They don't show up that often, but they're there. You know that they're. And then it's not like. None of the, like, it's not like the only focus of the show was Ruby and Yang and the other two, Blake and, and Weiss. Like, other people show up too, so that would mean that you would have had to, at some point, make those characters, unless, again, you were doing this while work, like, unless the story was being constructed while stuff, while it was rolling, right? Like... Mm -hmm. Like, I understand tweaking stories or looking through it and realizing, oh, fuck, we made a plot hole, we need to fix it, or something. Like, like I understand that. But throughout the whole, like, episode, all throughout the episodes that we've seen, it just doesn't feel like all of the characters that you see in the second or third season were not even, like, partially conceived of in the first season. No. It's which again, like side characters, you don't have them flushed out, that's fine, but at least like the school because apparently that's an important place <laughs> where people are supposed to be. Like, it's one of the places that people are supposed to be in. So, wouldn't you at least have like a sketch at the very least already done for them or an idea of how the helicarrier is supposed to be set up? <laughs> Well, you say that, Marie, and then they blow it up at the, in the last episode we watched. I mean, yeah, but that's like three seasons in. And even yeah. then, the school doesn't look that great. No. Did you God. see her run on the rooftops? Did you see the, the rooftops? Well, why are there rooftops? Anyway, we'll talk about that. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I was running this... Wouldn't I already have this ready before I started it? 
obviously not. Like, obviously they had, they didn't have any idea what they were doing in this first episode. And this, it just feels like a lot of a rush stitched together production. Which, which is it's your first episode. Which again doesn't make sense because apparently Monty brought the story out to Rooster Teeth, right? Yeah, he pitched this he to them. He pitched it, which means he pitched something. So unless they threw every they uh, so unless they agreed to it and then threw it out the window as soon as they agreed <laughs> to it. In which case, why did you agree to it? I maybe he had dirt on them. <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah, apparently he had planned out a whole bunch of seasons beforehand. Um and just like the story and shit and it's just it doesn't show it doesn't show at all this this even at the best of times ruby is just um completely cliche and tropey and just falls upon the sword of star wars Ah! Uh, anyway so the second episode is no hold on i had one more point for the first episode and then we will get to the second episode this is just us talking about the first episode no no i just one last thing okay one last thing is that i had a note that said if it doesn't look good don't do it yes it was for when um she ate those cookies out of the plate when they gave it to her during interrogation Yes. Why are you... (sighs) Animation is a lot of cheating. Like, it's a lot of cutting corners. It's a lot of figuring out workarounds and debugging and just trying to get the thing out so that it looks halfway decent. (laughs) None of Ruby's staff... Or directors, I'm, you know, and I'm putting it not on the staff, the directors, mm-hmm. Carrie, Miles, and Monty. Like, I mean, these are the only guys that I can really point to. Right. Because they did everything. They've literally done it. They, they, they're the writers, they're the directors, they're the storyboarders, they're just, they're, they're dated everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you look at this, and you're, you're not going to tell your animators, like... How about we do it like this so that it doesn't look like garbage? You're just... You're not going to instruct your animators at all on how you want it to look, how you think it should look. It might be, Maria, that they went off the storyboards, what they were doing, which for for this is terrifying. (sighs) This sure makes me sad. It makes me sad, too. But do you know what I mean when I say they went off the storyboards? Kind of. Like, they didn't change anything. It just did, yeah. did, They just did what it was. They, you know what? They must have gave the storyboards to the animators and just said, do this. Yeah, yeah. Like just the- follow the storyboards. And, and then, you know, of course it's going to look like crap because you're not looking at it as it's being made. And you're not saying, okay, we gotta f- we gotta change this. Yeah, because it well, doesn't, this doesn't look, look good. good. Yeah, like the translation from storyboard to animation is not looking good. No, because storyboard, it's a fucking image mess. And yeah. It, <laughs> whereas, uh, you know, 
that's you know that's that's my only explanation for how this happened because otherwise how do you look at this and just not try and tweak it you have the technology um okay why don't we go to the second episode because there's there's a good example i can do with this okay the second episode is a dance dance infiltration haha because there's a dance and then the school gets infiltrated by the big bad right uh, there's a shot where Ruby doesn't have a date. Who the fuck cares? So she goes outside and she sees somebody jumping on the rooftops of the school. Oh boy. And we're going to go back to the, to my little adage of if it doesn't look good, don't do it. This just, okay. So we see this mysterious burglar lady who's the main villain who cares jumping on the rooftop none of it looks like it's connecting because it's not because they're running a 3d character over a 2d thing right like there's no dimension on the there's no dimension on the um on the roofs like there's there's no dimension it's 2d and mm. they're running this model onto the roof, and she's jumping around from one rooftop to another. And she's, but she's not on the roof. She's, she's like not standing on any of the roofs. Not really. She's just kind of like floating in the air almost. Yep. Because she's a three D model on a two D like base thing, so they're not fixing the um word word what's the word perspective. perspective there we go they're not fixing the perspective on her on her feet or on the roof to make it look like she's actually still walking on the roof mm-hmm. and it's just <laughs> they didn't even make the roof 3d they didn't like <laughs> they didn't make it 3d and it was just like what are you doing and i don't mean modeling like a 3d roof i mean just putting like you know making the image look three-dimensional it's just a flat piece of cardboard anyway. It's like running like a car on it's like you running your toy car which is 3D on like printed road. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. Like the perspectives all wrong and it's just everything's wrong. You know, you know it's not the same. Basically. Your your eye looks at this and you're just like, this is a 3D thing. This is a 2D thing. These things are not connected. It's, yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's it's completely different from like Ruby, like um, touching like a 3D object mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. You, the things have the same sort of like look and physics to them. Yeah. Anyway, here's the, here's the frustrating thing is that they could have made this shot look good. You know how they could have made the shark look good, James? Uh, there's a multitude of ways, but why don't you give me your suggestion? Instead of showing her, like, up on the rooftop, they could have just shown, like, because it's supposed to be, like, a moonlit night or whatever, they could have just shown, like, a shadow. So they could have shown the shadow of the building and yep. her running on top of the shadows. Like, yep. uh, like her shadow, on, and that would be a 2D thing on a 2D thing. Because it's 2D because it's a shadow. 
Well, you could even have the, it would be a 3D model running on, but they would be the same, the same color. Yeah. So you could Yeah, it wouldn't matter what they're using because it'll look 2D because it's a shadow. So you don't have to fuck with the um, perspective on it. Not really. Yeah, no, you get rid of all the shading and stuff and it's just a black image. Yeah, and like you can make it look bloated a little bit too and it will still look fine because it's a shadow and it can, it'll like add to the aesthetic of it being like a shadow like you can fuck up the proportion a little bit and make it look more dramatic yeah but of course that would require brain light lighting oh <laughs> actually it wouldn't even require lighting that's not what <laughs> anyway jeff. yes that was that's basically or you know yeah yeah jeff fucking jeff or that's that's one perfect example of how you can fix this because otherwise, also her run cycle is awful. It's pretty bad, yeah. It's just like, and her jumping it looks like fucking Mario <laughs> jumping. <It> looks like <laughs> Mario on the N64 jumping up and down oh, going, woohoo! Oh no. Yeah, but you know what? You know what you could do, animator people, directors? I shouldn't say animators. You know what you can do, directors? You can hide this shit. Because you have a camera. <laughs> you know what you have? A camera. I don't think they realize that. Because, like, so throughout the whole thing, the cinematography is dog, like, close to dog shit tier. Actually, it is dog shit. Here. Except for that one cinematic butt shot of of the of the cat burglar walking. Oh in, yeah. Which I swear oh. to God, I have seen in like five different video games. Whenever the evil assassin <laughs> woman walks into the door. Yes. Oh my God. Oof. Oh, let's talk about the the best shot in all of Ruby. The the best. This is the best shot. Like cinematic, cinematography wise, in all of Ruby, and it's the camera fixed with the villainess walking towards it, and you just see her her hips swaying and her butt, and it's just <sighs> somehow that is the best thing. And even that, again, I repeat, is literally every assassin woman walking into a room in a video game. Literally or a movie. everyone, or a movie, yeah, or a movie. It just felt very video yep. gamey to me because I remember well, yeah, it from a few <laughs> video games. Like I, yeah, that's that's fair. That that's definitely fair. It, it's Ed. So the best shot that they had, they stole from everything because this show has no imagination. Oh god! Oh it's god! Just like, oh my god! This was what the directors knew. Like, you can tell the amount of dedication that went into that shot. Because it was a good shot. (laughs) They thought it. They knew that they wanted to do that. There was not a single voice of, like, um, dissent. Like, everybody was like-mindedly working on the same vision. And you can see it. Do you understand yep, what I'm saying, James? I I perfectly understand. <laughs> them 
This and it kind of segues. Only point in the show where everybody on the creative team was working on the same line of thought. The mm-hmm. only time. And then yep. after that, like they coalesced that one shot <laughs> and then it fell apart again. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, that does segue back to why I think this show is the worst. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the reason why I think this is worse than both Fairy Tale and Handshakers. Oh, no. Remember that? Uh, yes, I do, unfortunately. Is that, like, Fairy Tale and Handshakers both know what they are. <laughs> they, they know what they are. They're not trying to hide it. Uh-huh. They're not they don't have any bones about being something they're not. They right. they aren't trying to trick you mm-hmm. into thinking that they're not just trash. Right. Handshakers is like a madman's trash, but oh, at least he tried to put some effort into his trash. <laughs> Which is why I can respect him slightly. Very, 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 very slightly. Uh-huh. Like, very slightly. You respect him for knowing who he is. Right. Yes. I respect him for at least having a vision uh-huh. and an idea. It failed completely. Like, <laughs> fell flat on its face. But anyway, go listen to that episode. It's a good one. This one is a fucking... Ruby is a trick. Ruby is a con artist. <laughs> because... <laughs> It it tries to throw up the the uh, progressive like look. All of our main characters are girls, and they do cool shit with you know girl power. And it no no you can't say that while also having this shot in your show. God, yeah. Yeah. You can tell the show is made by men. It is completely made. Well, no, there's women in the animation team, but apparently their their voices were not heard. there was heard. like one woman in like eight names. That, yeah, basically. Even then we weren't sure if that was a woman's name or a man's name. I think it was a woman. Are you sure about that? No. Anyway. I want to hope. Okay, that's fair. Hope is good. Um, But... My, that's that's my point, is that this show is a trick. It's yeah. a con artist, and, at, you know, at least I can respect Fairy Tale for at least not not trying to trick you or say that it's not what it is. Right. That's that's fair. All right. I, I can I can I can get behind that argument. And yeah. again, like, oh, there's so much potential in these characters. They're just. Sure. The concept is is nice it's it's an interesting concept of like having these characters be modeled after um you know fairy tale creatures and you know Mm. uh, fairy tale characters and fictional characters and yeah it's all great and all it's all cool and fuck but (laughs) they have no substance though yeah there's no substance the there's no the um they did not carry it out Mm. well like it's an um, interesting, nope. it's a cool concept with a lot of potential to be explored in a lot of great ways. 
but they don't. They just don't. They just gave up halfway through the conception of the idea. They were like, yeah, we we thought of this. Mm-hmm. You don't need anything else now. We can just throw whatever in and it'll be fine. Like, why would yep. a show that sets up a character like Priya to be such a cool character, right? Right. Uh, should we explain Priya? Yeah. So maybe you can explain her better because you've actually oh, seen okay. the other episodes with her in it. Right. Priya is this uh, cool gladiator lady she's one of the students at the it's called yeah beacon academy Mm -hmm. yes and she's like the best she's a great fighter and huntress she's on a box of of cereal in the first that's amazing in the second episode i like that yep and she's just set up to be the coolest and the best but she's also very humble and shy and she's not the leader of her team mm-hmm. that 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 award goes to Jean who yeah why <laughs> who knows oh i i do you want to know why yeah it's the eyes maria Ospis wants those eyes oh no yep he has magic eyeballs too oh fuck i need those eyes Oh god, this show is creatively bankrupt. <laughs> it didn't even have any money in the bank to start with. God. All right, but yeah, Priya Priya's a cool character. She's she's got a neat design, she's got a neat power set, she's shown to be really cool and awesome. And then they just totally fucking kill her in the last episode because why would we have anybody interesting in this fucking show? I swear to god, like as much as Jean might be like whatever you call him, he... A cock? Yeah, sure. (laughs) He and Priya and their relationship is the only interesting thing about the show, and then they go ahead and fuck it up in the end of the last season. Like, what? What? Like, in in Dance Dance Infiltration, they sort of set up Sean and Priya to kind of be like as much as john isn't supposed to be like very great at fighting like it doesn't come as naturally to him whatever he's not great at much but they still (laughs) show him to be very like confident in his in his masculinity in himself um and his identity Mm -hmm. basically um as compared to a lot of people um in the show and yeah, he's also very compassionate. Yeah, like they yeah, he, they show him to be sort of like he's he's sure of himself and he um knows that just because he's showing care for someone doesn't make him any less all of that fun stuff. He's a good character, like a good all-around character with flaws and and perks and you know, just just <laughs> all around a decent character that that can be evolved over the course of of a show basically right and during my initial watch he was the him and priya were the only characters i actually liked yeah like and then there's priya (laughs) who's like this you know like put up on a pedestal because she's so good at whatever she is but then also like nobody thinks they're good enough to be around her hang out with her or just treat her like a regular other person like as much as she's good at stuff she's also a human you know but they've sort of constructed her into this statue of a being but jean sees her like a person and likes to be hang out with her and you know looks at her Mm -hmm. like a person and see the thing about 
when you turn people, when you turn someone into a hero, you start thinking of them as more than human, which means that they don't, which means that in your eyes, they don't need any of the care and, and um, concern that a regular human being would need. Nobody walks up to Superman and asks him if he's depressed about all the people that died. And all the people mm -hmm. he wasn't able to save because he's a superhero and, like, he doesn't have feelings. They, that's what they turn Priya into. Like, she, she's become a super being to everyone else. And, you know, like, why would she need any sort of concern or compassion? Which is something that she gets from Jean because he's supposed to be this character that is... Yeah, he's bad at other stuff, but he's, you know, human and is okay with being uh, concerned and em empathetic. And so they set <laughs> the two of them up to be a very good couple. Mm -hmm. And then they kill Preyoff at the end of the third season for no reason. She had no reason to die. Well, there's one reason, but it's stupid. What is the reason? James. Are we getting into that? Sure. Because that's a whole not? that's a whole rant. Sure, why not? All We're right. here already. So, might as well. <laughs> but I had so many other uh, things to say about dance, dance, fuck my pants. Oh, sure. Why don't? Why, okay, fine. Let's let's fi finish dance, dance infiltration, dance, dance revolution. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Jeff. Damn it, Jeff. <laughs> Damn it, Jeff. Okay, well, we should probably explain that. So we were looking through the credits of Dance Dance Infiltration, and apparently Ruby has a lighting person. There's a lighting director. There's a light. Okay, so we should explain. Ruby has the show, has no lighting at all. Yep. Every shot is lit, not the exact same way, but like, actually the exact same way. Mostly the exact same way. There is no primary light source in the in any of the shots. There's no shadows, except in the intro, for, for some reason. Yeah, there were shadows in the intro. And th again, that's why it was so weird, is because like the shadows were not there before, but then they suddenly show up, and you're just like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, a so Ruby's in the room with like harsh lighting, and there's no shadows on her face. Nope. And you're She's just, like, just fully illuminated. I don't know why. It's like these people like give off their own light. <laughs> they have a light inside of them, right? <laughs> don't you know? Uh-huh. But uh so <laughs> Ruby's the Ruby's the answer to the question, what if we made a show without lighting? It looks like trash. Because no guess what? <laughs> lighting is important. Lighting is very important. Lighting is like one of the fundamental aspects of filmmaking. Lighting. Okay. There's a reason that artists spend years, well, maybe not years, but like spend a significant oh. portion of their study on stuff like perspective and lighting. Like there is a reason you do that. It's because mm -hmm. it's not easy to make shadows and highlights. And because if you can get that down, your drawings will immediately have more dimension. 
Yes. Ruby and has that- no lighting <laughs> or highlights or anything None. of that of that like no, just there's nothing there. None. There's no shadows. There's no like attempts to change the color the well they change the colors a bit in some of the characters but there's just no attempt nothing it's bizarre it makes absolutely no sense that you would have this program that couldn't even produce a light source for you what are you using to make this show like it like usually you'll have like a light you know a ball of light that'll show shine on that and the program will do it for you i mean it's not gonna look great but you know it would look better than this god it's just so it makes (gasps) no sense why you would do this it just is completely like it's like if somebody learned how to draw a you know they spent time they spent like a year learning how to draw and then tried to draw the Mona Lisa or mm. paint you spent a year learning how to paint and then you try to paint the Mona Lisa it's going to come out looking like shit it's just ugh ugh it and it shows like the the inexperience of the crew and the just lack of any sort of direction or you know guidance from the the person who's making this damn thing who's you know knows how to work these programs monty monty specifically <laughs> yeah because oh yeah we should probably talk about the animation how they get it so apparently they use mocap. Not apparently, they do. Well, yeah. It's yep, just... they they mocap. How? Uh, do you want me to explain mocap to you cuz it's not any You you have a suit and then you have the little balls on it that I are I mean, yeah. Your... Yeah, no, I know how mocap works. It's just Okay. Why? Isn't that way more work than... <laughs> than animating it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, that's, like, that was Monty's, like, bread and butter. That was what he was known for was mocap animation. Right. But, like, again, sure, it might be useful in some parts of it, but, like, all right. of it? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> It just makes it just makes everything kind of just jerky Janky. and wrong. Yeah, <laughs> janky. There you go. Like that's why it looks like sometimes they waddle. <laughs> they do waddle. It's awful. Like the walking is just them waddling. Yeah. Oh, and John wears uh, a dress in this show, in this episode. Oh God, I this show so much because he lost a bet apparently i don't know i you couldn't pay me enough to try and remember <laughs> what the fuck happened in this in the second season i just don't even there's a train somewhere anyway 
Yep. And then the last episode is just basically Priya dying. Right, basically that. Oh wait, there was the there was the 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 one attempt at a shot. Which one? Oh, the fail one eighty. The... Is that what we're no. talking about? No, I mean back in Dance Dance Infiltration. I had one more note. Oh, yes. Which was the the Dutch angle low shot. Oh God, yeah. When they were like, when the two guys were talking, or when the bad, big bad, like, finished her infiltration and came back into the. When the big bad finished her infiltration. Yeah, Yeah, there was an attempt. (laughs) So the big bad comes back to the the dance, and there is a bizarre shot that makes no sense. Okay, so it's her standing there. Uh, we are, we're at a low shot, which, okay, trying to make her look imposing and intimidating, but all of the other characters are at the same height as her, yeah. so that, that doesn't work. That makes no sense. We are also at a Dutch angle. Yeah. Which is when you tilt the camera slightly. It didn't work. It makes no sense. Why would you do it like this? You you failed. I'm sorry. It was just so. Uh, That's not how cameras work. They 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 tried. I give them that. They tried. Yeah, that's the one attempt at a shot in this show. Besides the the one good shot. Quote unquote good shot. Well, yeah. The, okay, the most cinematic shot. Yep. Okay. Sorry. That's fine. It's not good. <laughs> anyway. All right. Now we can go to the last episode. Do you have any notes for this? Because my thing is blank. Because um, I was just staring in disbelief. I think it's. I think all we can really talk about is Priya dying. Well, they broke the 180 rule. That's all I have. Oh, yeah. Thank you for doing that. Maria. Yep. Appreciate it. Alright. There's a rule in filmmaking. You set up your shot and if you want to move the camera you cannot pass uh, 180 degrees from that initial shot because it just disorients the audience. If you're if you're whipping your your camera around all over the place, the the audience is just gonna get a headache and be just like, "What? Where, where is everybody? Right? What's going on? Did I explain that? Okay. Yeah, I think okay. we've talked about this before too. We have. Yes, I forget what broke it. Maybe it was handshakers. It could have been. It might have. Or been it could have been um fairy tale too. I don't think it was fairy tale that did that. Um, anyway, so yeah, we have a fight scene between Pre and the Big Bad, who is not the Big Bad apparently, as we learn at the end of the episode. Yeah, because it's the whatever. end of the beginning, and she was the Big Bad at the oh, beginning, God. but it's the end of the beginning just, now. So, oh, disturb <laughs> me with those fucking titles. <sighs> <sighs> okay. Um, so we have this fight. It's kind of cool. It, like, what do you think? So, I will say that 
some aspects of the choreography of the fight scenes in Ruby are not terrible. Mm -hmm. The choreography is not bad. It's the camera work that fucks it up. Right. Because the, there's some really good fight choreography in the in the show. Like I will I will hand it to them. I quite mm-hmm. enjoy the fight scenes if they weren't so terrible at the camera work of them. Yeah, that's the that's the big weakness of the fight scenes is, is the, the camera. Because there was the mm. fight between Crow and Weiss's older sister the one time that we sat and watched it. Which we spent how many hours? We spent a very long time like breaking down how the shots could have been better because the fight scenes in themselves are not bad. They're very good. Mm-hmm. The choreography is good. The movements don't seem repetitive. They're not boring. Mm-hmm. They're using yeah. the bodies and the potentials well, very well. Like you can tell that two people have different fighting styles in the way that they're choreographed. And I will hand it mm. to them. They do a very good job of establishing that. Yeah. However, the way that they do the camera work for these fights is what breaks it. Mm-hmm. That's what messes it up for them. Right. What would you say is the biggest, the all-encompassing problem there? Um, It's... Like, the impact shots will be terrible sometimes. Um, that That's a big failure. Yeah, and people, like, coming in and out of frame, out of nowhere, with, with no setup of them, like, mm-hmm. being there. Like, I can get that they're trying to make it so that the audience assumes that they're, like, ready to attack again. But they're... They're not. Like, that's not how it works. You're supposed to show it to them. You're supposed to take it through them step by step. And so mm-hmm. sometimes they will skip that, that like establishing that this person has not actually, after being thrown out of frame, fallen on their face. Like they are ready and will come back and will rubber band back at you. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah, those are what's missing. Like that's the trouble that they have like the the concepts of these fights were are great it's just the impact shots don't land and the camera work like the cinematography with it is either really bland or is missing pieces that would knit it together (laughs) that's fair i think it's a it's a really amateurish obsession with we have to show everything. Right. Yeah, like everything if, needs to be in frame. Mm-hmm. When if you like even look at like a uh, shitty fight scene like from probably like from one of the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. which are not really known for their good fight scenes. Right. Even they know how to use editing to kind of give it some gravitas, right? To it, um, I'm trying. Like, I, I guess Infinity Wars is probably the best one. I'm trying to remember like a good specific one. Um, 
Well, there's the there's oh, the there's... there's the scene where um, Captain America is like pushing back um, Thanos's his hand. Where was that? That was in in Infinity Wars was the second one, right? So the one before that. No, Infinity Wars was the first one. Yeah, so the first one. Yeah. Yep. Which was the second one? That was Endgame. Oh, Endgame, yes. No, 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 in Infinity Wars, yeah, at the end where he's um, holding up Thanos' hand. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't see Thanos, you just see him and part of the gauntlet. Right. And, like, even then it's not, like, his full body, it's just, like, his top half of his body. Right. I thought of a good example. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I think, well, a, a bad a bad good example. Okay. How's that? Is from The Dark Knight. Um, okay. It's when they're at the party and uh, Joker's fighting with Batman. He's got a bunch of goons there. Mm-hmm. So you've got a bunch of elements in the shot. And what uh, probably one of the best things that I can say f- to Ruby to... <laughs> kind of get them to figure this shit out is to there's a shot where heath ledger's joker the camera stops on his foot where he he gets a little he has a little knife in his boot mm-hmm. thing and it pops out and that you know you they they stop the action there to set up an element mm-hmm. which is then paid off in the when he stabs batman with it mm-hmm and then the action kind of slows down a bit and then and then it ramps up back with the fighting whereas in ruby there's really no like slowing down setting up of elements right uh in this fight in particular like it's pretty confusing because priya has magnet powers and her weapons are like metal so <laughs> she makes them fly around they really needed some shots where they just set up where the weapons are in relation to the, or, you know, where they're fighting. Right. You needed to stop, slow down, like, take a breath. Like, you know, fight scenes need to breathe, man. Yeah, and, and like, that's why stuff like slow motion would be, because I know that... Oh God! Trying like, to get them to do slow motion. In this I, thing would yeah, be a disaster. but like it would have been, it would be very like because that is, it's supposed to be a fast-paced like fight scene, right, between Priya and whatever the other chick's name is. Um, the big bad. The big bad. Yeah, sure. Um, like <laughs> she, they, it's supposed to be a fast-paced pa- fight because they're both powerful people, and you know there's knives and shields and a lot of elements involved. Um, so a good sort of technique would be to use slow motion to sort of like Mm -hmm. slow or like stand still the action and move the camera around, um, with them sort of like either like sort of, uh, attacking the other. So just like stopping just as they're like going to impact or stopping just as the weapons are going to impact or something like that. Like that would be a good place to slow it down and, and sort of let the um, let the audience breathe a little as they're going through watching this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Like that, there's, there, that's there's, a good. Yeah, it needs like a little bit of a pace to it. <laughs> Fight scenes need to be paced, Maria. Are yes. you sure? Yes. God, yes. Otherwise, uh, people are gonna get tired. Like, right. as much as it's nice to sit there gripping your seat, <laughs> it's way more satisfying to to know that while the fight is happening and you if you even stop the action for like us for like a couple of seconds that the audience is still going to be there they're going to be just as gripped if not more because you decided to use that sort of technique um, right um a good pacing thing is like in Jackie Chan fights the the pace will stop when he gets hurt right so Jackie gets hurt, everything stops as he goes, ow. Right. And then the audience can breathe, reassess, and then we can set up something else. That yeah, happens. and then they also have time to feel the blow, right? Like they have time yeah. to take in the fact that their hero just got hit hard. Um, yeah, whereas this, it feels like you're hitting action figures together. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah. And uh, like in Marvel movies, the joke is the in the fight is where the tension, like, yeah. is allowed to breathe. Yeah, it's allowed to breathe. Yeah, um, yeah, and like, it's not like there weren't good moments in the fight for them to do that. Um, no, they just didn't try to do it. And then there's also the fact that the way they kill Priya, oh, like, I get that they were trying to do so the Achilles stupid. thing. With her, like, heel, when she shoots an arrow into her heel. Oh, oh, God. Just, just castrate me already. <laughs> Maybe then I'll feel something while watching the show. <laughs> like, but even then, like, the arrows are, are not, like, bright. Everything around it is dark, so you can't really tell it's happening. Um, we've complained about the lighting, Maria. Yeah, but, like, even then, like, the colors of the arrows could be different. Or, like... They could be on fire. They could be on fire. They could be a different color. They could have, like, a glow around them. Like, even when Priya, like, uses magnets and stuff, like, there's only, like, that dark sort of outline around them that, like, looks like it's fizzled a little bit, which is kind of hard to make contrast out of the night... <laughs> fucking sky which is also dark and black like yeah hello hello bright green is your friend yeah bright green or or just like any other color like they could have gone for an orange or red they could have inverted mm. the colors when she's when she's using her magnet powers kind of like how raven does in like Teen Titans, oh, that, one. that. I thought you meant like invert the colors, and I'm just like, Maria, that would look awful. Well, yeah, no, not like, not like that way inverted, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, like with kind Raven, of like, yeah. Uh, yeah, with Raven, like, just kind of like make it look like they're, they're surrounded that, yeah. by energy of some sort, and then yep. have it be moving. Like, <laughs> like it's not and then even they a kill her off. Like, that's what pisses yep. me off the most, is that they kill her, her oh. off. Oh, I was so pissed off when I saw this happen the first time. I was For just no so reason. angry. Well, like, there is a reason, Maria. Well, I mean, like, as in, like, even narratively, it's not like well, any yeah. of the other characters were, like, 
preoccupied somewhere else, right? It's not like something right. else impending is happening, that there's a bomb blowing something up or there's like civilians that need saving or one person needs to stray away from this to stall the big bad or something like that. No, none of that. Weiss and Ruby just kind of were like, oh, I'm just going to fuck around over here with some of these weird monster looking things before oh I go save God. the person that I was leaving to save in the first place. Yeah, Sean's just like, go save Priya and, and Ruby and Weiss are just like, okay. And then they just stand. Meanwhile, Jean is just like having a mental breakdown at the thought that Priya might die. And Ruby's just like standing there. There's a butterfly, Weiss. And she's just like, shut up, Ruby. Oh my God, there's a butterfly. That's, that's you know, they're best friends. But oh, anyway. <laughs> What? What were we talking about? We're talking about Freya dying. Anyway, you oh, were telling yes. me why she actually died. Oh, well, the reason why she died, obviously, is because she has the power of the, the dust. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you. The reason she died is because of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. You told me about this while we were watching. I did, yes. So there's a movie, Maria. It's called The Empire Strikes Back. It's uh -huh. a highly acclaimed film in the Star uh -huh. Wars franchise and uh -huh. at the at the end of the movie one of the spoilers for this fi 50 year old movie <laughs> it came out in the 80s so it's not like 40 years old anyway spoilers for this 40 year old movie uh -huh. uh, one of the main characters Han Solo dies quote unquote he, he gets better <laughs> later but it's a very shocking uh, event that happens that shakes up the group dynamic. And who knows how things will change in the next one. He gets better, obviously, but, you know, uh -huh. at the at the time, it's just like uh -huh. Han dies. And so obviously, because Star Wars did it, we have to do it, too. Not understanding why Star Wars did that. <laughs> Because in the in the Empire Strikes Back, the they set up Han's demise pretty throughout the entire movie as every decision that Han makes is the wrong one. The movie is all about the characters making poor decisions and then facing the consequences of those right. decisions, which tests their resolve their bond with each other and also mm -hmm. their own abilities and at the end luke loses an arm han dies and leia is there she she doesn't really do much in the movie unfortunately but anyway but yeah so <laughs> the characters are at their lowest point basically it's it's the hero's journey where you face the point in the journey where you're at your lowest and so that is why the Empire Strikes Back movie did that and set it up really well that the characters, you know, it wasn't going to be the classic pull it out at the end ending. Ruby doesn't have dick all with that. <laughs> I see we're still going with the dick metaphors. Got it. I'm keeping the theme. Uh-huh. But, you know... Ruby and them never really fail at anything. Except for this. 
but Except they for fail. saving Priya, and that is off their own accord because they decided, blah, 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 I'm going to go kill some baddies before I kill the actual baddie and save my friend. Right. Yeah, they don't rescue Priya because the writers were like, they can't, they can't rescue Priya. It was just because they can't, like, again, that's what I'm yeah. saying. It wasn't set up in any way. It wasn't like... No. Everybody else was dealing with something that was very impending and that she had to send Jean away because um not because he would get in the way and also probably get killed. Again, sweet sentiment and all of that. But like yep. she Priya goes to fight this person because she doesn't want him, want her to get away. And also, but but nobody else is actually doing anything that would stop them from coming to help. Nope. Nobody. Ruby and Weiss is done with their fighting. Yeah, Ruby and Weiss is done with their fighting. Everybody else is kind of injured, but they don't look it. Not really, except for <laughs> Yang, who's lost an arm, which I can understand. Like, she's lost an arm. She can take, like, she can tap oh, out Oh, another fucking Empire Strikes Back reference. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, she can Luke tap out. Must. Oh, wait, she doesn't have an arm. Sure. It's fine. Fine. Um, Whatever. Why isn't Blake helping? Apparently, she's also very... Like, oh, again, yeah, none she of them got injured. look injured, but they're injured. Fine, we'll right. take your word for it. But then, <laughs> but then these two go and don't even... Like, again, it's not even like even they're being physically stopped or their nope. path is being, like, blocked... In any way, shape, or form, Ruby nope. literally scales a building only to show up like two seconds late and watch an arrow get embedded into someone's chest because she took three well, extra minutes to look around and like just. Yeah. She was like, there's some weird, there's some creatures here. We've got to fight them. Why? There's a bunch of creatures everywhere. Like, yeah, exactly. There's shit everywhere. There's a giant fucking fuck off eagle thing in the sky. What? Why would we bother with the little grunts on the ground? Exactly. <laughs> and also, that's not the point. Nope. The point was to save fucking Priya because she's the best character in the damn show. <sighs> that's why they killed and her. Also, as well. Jean and Priya's relationship <laughs> is great. Adequate. Fight Decent. Me. Okay. Well, I mean, COVID. as compared to any of the Every other relationships in the show, in this show. Right. Yeah, isn't it? Apparently, Yang and Blake get into a relationship, even though they've shown no indication of that. And Blake also has a boyfriend. Blake has a boyfriend? It's the monkey guy from the dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. But, you know, fuck it. Yeah, why Why would we make sense? That's for losers. It's, and we're not losers. People are accusing us of sexism again because we're sexist. Quick, lesbians. That fixes everything. <laughs> Quick, turn one or both of the main characters gay. But not the main main character because... Mm -hmm. No. Because fuck that. We gotta have her get with... Uh... Jean? Question mark? Mm. I don't even know. This is weird. Yeah, uh... Fuck. 
And then Ruby Fuck. cries yes. and saves the world. Oh yeah, Ruby cries magic, and then there's a really, really long after credits sequence thing where she's in a cabin. Exposition, uh, exposition, exposition. Yep, yeah, basically. They're just expositing for the next season, which I didn't watch and I'm not going to watch. And uh, yeah, this is probably the last time I'll ever watch Ruby, except probably to make fun of it with you. Also, why does Crow's name start with a Q? That's why? the big mystery. <laughs> That's the big mystery of life. Oh <gasps> my god! Did we miss anything? Yeah, my brain. Because I think it melted out of my ears. <laughs> it it's definitely melting. I've I've disassociated <laughs> completely from this conversation. Uh, also, uh, Jeff, get a real job. Oh my god, Jeff, you didn't do your job man you had like, one job and you, you messed it up worse than anyone could mess up anything you didn't do it literally you didn't do your job jeff come on what are you doing with your life man we need to talk you get an email like a second later did, oh my god did we mention that jeff is the lighting guy yeah we did Okay, good. Fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> While we were sitting and watching the credits of the, the second episode, we we saw a lighting director, and then we were like, wait a second. This show had a lighting director? There is no light in this. The light engine is broken. <laughs> the light engine left before even the first episode. The light it's... engine has left the building years ago. Yep. Hell, it wasn't even here. It was a figment of our imaginations. Oh my god. Uh, you know Someday. What? Yeah, what? I think my brain is tired. Yeah, mine is too. It's just tired. In, it's really tired. Ruby is the worst show ever. Do you disagree? I'm that good witch. That's all I have to say. <laughs> what did you say? Glenda Goodwitch. Oh my god, why did you say that again? I had forgotten. <laughs> Fuck you, Maria. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck this show. <sighs> like hey, we said, this has nothing to do with the animators. Hey, James. What's up? Glenda Goodwitch. Kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this hasn't anything much to do with the animators. Those poor guys were, like, working their asses off. Mm hmm With, like, overtime, with not unpaid overtime and no benefits. Yep. For, for something that could have taken longer and looked better if it had taken longer. And their animators weren't so overworked to shit. And also the the head, the leaders were just asleep. Oh yeah, definitely. But I mean, yeah. Like no one can actually tell because it's a hypothetical. No one can tell right. how much better the show would have looked at the very least if the animators were given mm -hmm. proper like attention and time and benefits. <laughs> 
and That's pay a big one. <laughs> yeah. and just basic standard of living. Yeah, like, ass hats. Like maybe the show would have at least looked way better. So even if it was a trash mm-hmm. fire in terms of story, at least it would have looked good. I predict in the future somebody's going to reanimate this. Hell, they might have already reanimated it. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna gonna just browse the YouTube really, really I quick. I hope they do. I hope they do a better job of it. Not Rooster Teeth, some fan. Yeah. Ruby reanimated. That's not how you spell that at all. My brain's gone. Yep. The evolution of Ruby. Fuck you. It has evolved down the toilet. <laughs> More like devolved. Yeah. What? Oh, God. Safe for work. Oh, boy. What are we doing here? Oh, God. Mm. Mm. Wait, what? Hold on, Maria. Mm-hmm. Hold, hold all of the... F- Wait, what? No. 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 No, 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 no. All right, breaking news, everybody. Uh-huh. Pump the brakes on this shit, because uh-huh. I just looked. So there's a side series called Chibi Ruby chibi ruby Uh ruby chibi Uh whatever the fuck it is and i just like ignored it because it's just like why why should i care i just looked at it they have lighting who ruby chibi oh yes this little dinky fucking side series they have a lighting engine (laughs) they have a lighting engine and models that don't look like complete ass what? They have a car? They have a city that doesn't look like it was made out of cardboard boxes? What? Oh my god, they have lighting! Oh no, a they sunbeam. do! Oh, you're seeing it now? Oh, there's shadows! There's shadows, Maria! Mind blown! Explosion! They mean. have shadows! What is going on here? Who the shadows make sense. <laughs> I mean, this person's eyes have changed like three times over the course of like five seconds, but. Have they? Like they have a cute ass little cut, cut animation with Ruby riding a doggo across the screen. <laughs> I don't see that. I'm just, I just, I don't know. Oh, this is season three. What are you looking at? I'm looking at season three, episode 16. I'm looking at season three, episode one. Hmm. Oh, Hold darkness on. looks like dark. <laughs> oh, keeping they that have in. shadows. <gasps> oh, the school is rendered. Wait, what? That's impossible. I saw that fucking school. Why are they wearing their nice clothes to bed? Uh, look, can't have, can't have everything. <gasps> they have the model from the old show and it has shadows. What? What? You're, you're fucking kidding me. They, they imported their model into this and it has shadows. 
Well, Kill at yourself. least the model has shadows. Like, the model okay. itself doesn't have any shadows oh my God. of, like, All the right. hair or anything. Their hair have shadows on the face. Jesus Christ. I'm looking at season one, episode one, and they do indeed have shadows and lighting, and it looks actually pretty good. <sighs> I, I like these models. They, they, they look like what they're supposed to look like. Maybe I should actually watch this. Instead it, of like Ruby? Yes. The, the models move. Rendered. I I can't I can't believe that until I see it. What are you looking at? Right now I'm looking well the one that I was looking at before was um episode sixteen, I think. Okay, I have to see it. I I cannot believe that they rendered that school. They couldn't they couldn't render it in the fucking original show. Why are they wearing their clothes to bed? <laughs> I know, that's what I said. They're in a library and it has lighting. That's just... Oh my god, they used a Dutch angle correctly! What? 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 What Maria? is happening? What is happening? Oh my god, they did render the school. What? Oh my god. Oh my god, they had Maria! Yes. Maria, they had glasses and it showed what the glasses were reflecting. Ha ha! That never happens. That never happens in the. Oh my god! There's there's shadows and they move with the objects, Maria. This is done by rooster teeth! Why does this look. Why? Five million times better than Ruby. What is even going on? I can't. Okay, I have to stop or else I'm going to (laughs) vomit. Anyway, that was Ruby for you guys. This episode has already gone longer than it should have. This show is a complete disaster. All disclaimers aside. All disclaimers aside. uh, What do you give this show, Maria? I don't even want to (sighs) try. I, I will give it I will give it as many fingers as as um Yang has on her amputated arm. I give it a Priya post death. <laughs> <sighs> I, I give it the amount of Priyas that are in the world. God. No. <laughs> oh, that was painful. Oof. <laughs> Anyway, over the sobbing and tears of James, if you like this episode, don't forget Wait. to... Maria, we have to do news. There's news? I thought we were all fresh out. All right, let me get the news up. Nothing. Continue. Anyway. Yes. Oh, uh, Soul did get delayed, though. Oh. That's the new Pixar movie. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm aware. For some reason, I was thinking Soul Eater, and I was like, wait, why are we talking about Soul Eater again? I don't know. Uh, anyway. Soul and Rhea the Last Dragon did get delayed. Oof. Oh, well. I would rather oh, well. get delayed than, like, get shit on, like, Awakened the Dead. No, not then Awakened. What Onward. Did? Onward. That's what I meant. <laughs> cut, cut that out. Just, <laughs> then just onward make did. no money. Yep, yeah, basically. God. Anyway. Anyway. That's it. <laughs> 
<laughs> over the tears of James's crying. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this episode and you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. If you're listening to us on Spotify, keep following us and follow us if you haven't. If you're listening to us on YouTube, leave us a like or subscribe. Um, or please subscribe. Leave us a like or a comment or both. Tell us if, how much you hate us for hating Ruby. That's fine. Um, and if you would like to send us any other hate or love, that's up to you. Um, you can find us on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Chaotic Silly, no space. And if you particularly like us or you want to send us hate money, um, you can... We have a Patreon called patreon.com slash chaotic silly where James and I also release our Patreon exclusive podcast, which isn't very exclusive right now because COVID is a bitch. Um, we, What's it called? Uh, called Movie Night in Hell. Um, this month we watched, what did we watch, James? Uh, we watched Frozen 2. Yes, we watched Frozen 2, so, and that one's available on the main feed, um, uh, yep. for if you have time to kill and not much to do, which I can bet um, most of you don't have much to do, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. We also have something else on the main feed. We have Spider-Verse on the main feed, which means Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is our first Movie Night in Hell episode, which is also like two hours long because we liked that movie so much. So if you're bored and don't have anything to do, head on over there. Then again, this is two hours long and we hated this. (sighs) It's very much on (laughs) like two ends of a spectrum, truly, really. Fair enough. Yeah, basically. Are you happy, Satan? You fuck. Demoted us to the ninth circle of hell. Made us watch Ruby. We're not staying here, you know. We're leaving. We're going back up. If if that weirdo Dante could do it, so can we. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was nice of him to leave, like, neon signs to... To, with arrows pointing the right way up. Yeah. That's Satan. Thanks, Take Dante. That. You can't even move. Oh, shit. He can move. Fuck. Run. <laughs> Quick, James, get into the Satan shoe chariot. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> fly, my demons, fly. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.